If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at cottageblogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Vacation Rental Success. Now, if you were listening to last week's episode, we were talking, I was talking to my son, my business partner, Mike, about his experience going to the conference called Converted in Minneapolis a few weeks ago. And and Mike explained basically why he goes to conferences uh, like that, what he gets out of it. We talked a little bit about the networking, who he met and but we really didn't get into much of the detail about um, what was involved uh, or, or what he learned. And But we did say that he would come back on this episode and talk in a little more detail about Leadpage's new acquisition, Drip. And I'm going to include that in the conversation today. But something's come up with our, well, when I say come up, I mean something, I'm, I'm about to launch a new website in two weeks' time my new website for Cottage Link Rental Management will be launched to the public. We're really excited about it. And it suddenly hit me that I, in two weeks, I have to get myself a system to capture email leads and to drip feed them information beyond the launch so that we can get them to come in and book our properties and become loyal advocates of of our company and our brand. And I want Mike to help me with this. So I'm delighted to have with me and to welcome once again, uh, my son, my business partner, Mike Bayer. Hi, Mike. How are Hello. you? Very good. It's nice to be back again. Um, it's uh, It's been an interesting week for, uh, for everybody, not just uh, a vacation rental um, business, but politically. But we're not going to get into that because I think everybody's had enough of, of political stuff, but hopefully everybody is feeling a little bit more calm. Wherever you are, however you feel, everything's going to be okay. Well, I, think I, I could this- not believe that it's only been a week. Um, I am, I am the, um, we, we discussed this the other day and I think I said, have you been watching This Is Us? Um, it's, it's a great TV show and I, I just really, really love it. And realized I was looking, there was a trailer for it this morning and I thought, gosh, did we, did we see it last week? Because I knew it was off the air for the election. And that was a couple of weeks ago. And then I realized it is only seven days. It's only yeah, seven it, days since the election. It just seems like a month. I, I, th- I think um, it, it has definitely felt like a long week. And, and it's not a long week because of any particular feelings I have about um, uh, the new president of the United States or, or anything like that. I think it's just been a long week because I think I'm just getting tired of the continual media churning of of information and and actually you know just as a little bit of a sidebar um there was a very very interesting article i from the huffington post um and it was and the the title was 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 amazing um it was simply uh, i'm just trying to see if i can pull it up here um it was entitled something on the lines of um how uh bernie sanders can become the president in one easy move 
And, you know, it, it, and Huffington Post are very good at, at, at um, titles of their blog posts. And, and we've talked about titles of blog posts here on this podcast. Um, but what was amazing about it is you clicked into it. And within the first paragraph, it said, no, Bernie Sanders can't become the president of the United States in one easy move. This is just an example of how people are getting uh, or sh- getting people to share their blog posts. And it's just it's information being shared that's not factually correct. And I think, you know, and I think that this goes for anything, whether it's the, the politics or whether it's um, anything to do with vacation rental. The thing about the Internet and what we're seeing in terms of um, informational content on the Internet, a lot of it is personal opinion driven. And I think you always have to be very careful about the source, who it's coming from, ensuring that you uh, are making sure that before you share something, you understand that, you know, the pros and cons of this person or uh, this business or um, this particular media outlet that's sharing this content. And it's just making sure that what you're sharing to other people is is, is factual. Um, I, we've seen this many times in the vacation rental space where where things get shared and they're not completely accurate. Um, so that's all I'm going to say, folks, is, is just, you know, there's some great stuff out there. There's some people writing some very, very in-depth, very, um, uh, very well-written articles. Um, but I think it's just always good to be cautious. Well, I'm off Facebook now. I think I, I've, I've had enough. So I'm just looking forward to tonight's episode of This Is Us and, and really happy that I didn't miss last week's. So, you know, that's, <laughs> that just shows the level, really, of of my commitment to current affairs at the moment i'm all current affaired out so uh, well spe- speaking of current affairs i, I think uh, you know moving into our discussion of today um is is you know there are current affairs in terms of you know being worldly wise in terms of what's going on in the world but there's also um current affairs of being worldly wise of what's going on in your business um and we talked briefly last week um about um digital marketing um and I think uh, I, within the show notes, I, I think I, I'm, I'd mentioned, if you don't realize that you are an online business, you need to kind of get yourself in the mindset that you are an online business. And what we're going to talk about today in terms of um, utilizing certain resources that are online to help you create an email list that you can then market to um, allows you to uh, create a much stronger business. So, yeah, so that's what we're going to cover today. Yeah, and it's so relevant. As I said right at the outset in the introduction, um, I'm two weeks away from something we should have done two years ago and something that you know we, we instigated two years ago was moving, number one, we moved to a new reservation system. Um, we'd, and, and this is for Cottage Link Rental Management. It's my property management company for, for, for anybody who's just joined in the podcast and knows nothing about um, what I do. I am the CEO of a property management company up here in Ontario, Canada. And we manage, at the moment, it's around about 180 properties. And this fluctuates. At this time of year, it's always a little bit lower because we've, um, uh, you know, there's natural churn of properties um, throughout the year. And it's always a little bit lower as we go into our low season. Um. So, so that's what I do. We've been in business since 2004. We built a website at that time. Um, it's the same website today as it was in 2004, which I'm a little bit um, embarrassed to admit. And we have, we, 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 over time, we built our own reservation management system, which was absolutely wonderful when we were about 50 to 
80 properties. But it's become more and more cumbersome, uh, you know, and very manual. And now we're doing sort of 1,800 to 2,000 rentals a year and still using this manual system. So two years ago, we bought into a a reservation system um, by a company called Rental Network Systems or RNS. Um, There's a huge variety of these reservation systems out there, booking systems. And you know, you, you, you can go online and look for property management reservation systems and up will come just this, this whole raft of them. Um, we, we'd look long and hard for hours and there, there was a number of reasons we chose this particular one, which I, I shan't go into right now. But anyway, we, we hooked into this two years ago. For two years, we have been running two systems, RNS and our original um, homemade reservation system. So if you can imagine how tough it was to do 1,800 bookings manually, this summer we did 1,800 bookings or maybe nearly 2,000 bookings with two systems going. So it made it even more difficult. So cutting a long story short, we have finally done it. It's We, we have committed to two weeks' time. We will be rolling over to our new website, our new and we'll be running our new reservation system solely without the help of the, the old one. We will have online booking. We'll be accepting credit cards. All these things that I've been um, proposing for everybody for, for two years. It's like that old thing, you know, Mike, about, you know, the doctor, the, the obese doctor who sits in his chair and he smells of cigarette smoke and he's telling you that, uh, that, that you should go on a diet and not smoke. Um, we are we are that person. No, no, you're not that person. I I I think um, you know over the course of the years, um, you know the things you know as as other vacation rental managers or agencies who are listening to this podcast, you know things change and you do have to adapt to the changes. Now the thing is, is we've taught ourselves all the changes that we need to adapt to, but there is also that trepidation and that fear that any other agency out there is going to feel when they are looking to, you know, completely revamp their website. Because, you know, we've done that before. Um, you remember what happened the last time we tried to uh, to revamp the website? Oh, yes, indeed. Yes. And we, we learned a huge amount from that. You know, we, we, uh, we, we, we spent a lot of time rolling over to a very fancy um, reservation management and website system. Uh, only to find that the 301, well, a lot of things weren't in place, such as the 301 redirects, which would uh, which would get people who used to go to the old website to come to the new one. I mean, that is so that that's fundamental to to a change to have those. Um, they weren't working, and we we dropped off. If you remember, Mike, we were in Maui at the time. We were we were on vacation in Maui, and the we 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 flicked the switch and the website rolled over to the to the new version and we went down to zero traffic in a day i i think it's it's a good point to highlight to anybody planning on making a major change to their business uh <laughs> is not to be on vacation when you do it um so <laughs> what i recommend is <laughs> is is you plan a major change and then because you know you're going to be hitting the ground with a lot of things to do in that 6 to 8 weeks after a major change that's when you have the vacation <laughs> 
Yes, yes. Um, and and we were on vacation somewhere where, where the internet was really dodgy because I remember having to run to the uh, to the office to uh, to try and get a connection. However, 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 that that is is in the past. This is going to work um, amazingly well. And and actually, everything is in place for for a successful launch in in two weeks' time. Um, however, what I really don't have in place um, is my system so that we can hit the ground running with our digital marketing. Now, you know, the website's looking great. I've got blog posts on there. I've got all sorts of um, educational pages for my uh, my rental guests and for my owners. But now I need to tell people about this. We, we, and, you know, I'm, I've got my hands in the air going, you know, should, shouldn't I have thought about this a month or two months ago? And in fact, yes, I, I have had it in mind that, um, that part of this launch is marketing it, is promoting it, is telling people we're doing it. So, Mike, I have a number of questions to ask of you and you are my go-to person for digital marketing, for email automation. Um, I know you've been doing this for, for a long time now. You, you set up all our Aweber systems years ago. Um, in the last couple of years, we moved over to Infusionsoft. And, and I'm going to ask you to talk about these just, just momentarily, just to, let, to tell people what this actually is, where I'm talking about things like Aweber, Infusionsoft, um, and maybe things like you know constant contact and, and Mailchimp and the other systems that are out there. Um, so with all your expertise in this, I've got um, a number of questions I want to ask you. Um, and by the end of this um, this session, talking to you, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to go away and get my first marketing campaign up and running. Yeah, I think uh, just to put it into context for vacation rental owners who are listening and also to agency uh, or managers, um, you know, this is really the next stepping stone of, of any business. Um, as I mentioned before, I think any business on the planet right now should have some form of online presence. And, you know, our daily dependence on uh, computers and Facebook and all that kind of stuff that that is an avenue that you must pursue you must be pursuing that e even if you're listening to this podcast and you're only just getting started and you, you know you're not even thinking about online or digital marketing yet because you're just buying a property this is something that you should you could be applying to any other business any business on the planet should be using some form of email marketing and you'd be surprised at how few are um i think there has been and i've mentioned this before there has been this kind of misconception or uh, this, uh, unfortunately, a very poor foundation was laid back in the early 2000s when we had this huge stream of, of online email internet marketers. Uh, and it was, it was deemed to be something quite spammy. Um, you know, that's, this is where spams come from, is all the, the junk you get emailed to you every single day that you don't want. 
the important thing about you need to understand about email marketing is that you need to be providing content that your customers actually want or have asked for in the first place. So you have to set the precedent right from the beginning that you're providing them with something that they've requested rather than just you're not emailing out to people you don't know, um, who don't know you, who don't know your business. And there is a very easy step-by-step process in terms of how you can set up that foundation and make sure that when you're sending out emails month after month, week after week, that those people are actually engaged and interested and almost to the point of being excited to receive your emails because they know that the content that you're delivering is actually going to make a difference to their business and or, or to their vacation. And you're not just trying to sell, sell, sell all the time. That's the most important thing is that you will get more return on investment from emails that you send out that don't require any kind of purchase or book now or anything like that. You want to give people the information that they already are looking for and answering the questions that they're already looking to for the answers for. Um, so anyway, you can you can tell I get quite deep into it because I, I, I'm very passionate about this. Okay, I just wanted to clarify as well. We're talking, we're sort of talking here about email marketing. But as you and I are talking now, I've got half an eye on a webinar that um, that I've been following with Will Franco of Jive Systems. Now, I interviewed Will um, about a year ago and talked to him about um, the digital handshake, which is uh, which is all about using video uh, in place of email. Um, I mean, it is, a, it is an email because it arrives in an email inbox, but it's actually a video. So I don't want to be restrictive here. When we're talking about email marketing, it's really, it's communication marketing. Communication, you know, getting, getting what we want to say to our client or our customer uh, in the best possible way, whether it's by email text or whether it's by email video. Um, so I just wanted to bring that in as well because... Um, I've, you know, having been watching the, the early part of this webinar, Matt Landau was on the webinar at the start, just telling us how he uses um, video um, in his email marketing campaigns. And they have a, you know, has, he has massive success with it. So I uh, so just wanted to include that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you're right. Uh, it's, it's very difficult, if, if not impossible, to actually deliver a video directly to your email inbox. What normally tends to happen is that you, you'll you click away from that email to somewhere where that, where that video is being hosted, whether it's on YouTube or another hosting account. Um, it, you're still using email as your delivery um, delivery method. Well, it's like, um, the bo- but- it's like the box, isn't it? It's like the box that your stuff comes in is the email. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, and, and it's just it's just making sure that the media that you're using is engaging. And, and, and Will Franco is absolutely right that that digital handshake, it makes it a person to person connection rather than a business to customer connection. And I think I mentioned that in the last episode. Yeah. Well, having having watched this um, and I'll, I'll, after we finish talking, Mike, I should go on and watch um, the remainder of the webinar because it really is interesting. And you know that you, you and I are in the middle of setting up our own video studio. I have my audio studio here um, here at, uh, at, the, at the office, my home office. And, and we've, we, we spent that happy hour the other day um, making all our purchases for our video studio and can't wait to get that going. So that's that's topic of something else. But let's let let me get started with these questions. Okay, number one is before we even send the email, you've got to have you've got to have 
people on an email list to send it to, right? Absolutely. So what are the best ways of getting someone to sign up for an email list? And I know this is really going back to basics, but uh, I know that I sign up for, you know, I used to sign up for everybody's email list. Um, and I, I'm very far more selective now in who I give my email address to. So what is the best way of encouraging somebody to, to give away that personal information? Um, is it is it a long, you know, is would it be a video? Are you going to give them a video? Are you going to give them a checklist? Are you going to give them a because it used to be ebooks, and then I collected all these ebooks and then have never ever opened them. So no, absolutely, absolutely, and I think that's the most important thing is that your your lead magnet. Um, and and we've we talked about this before. That's the terminology we're using is a lead magnet, which is essentially a bribe. What, what you're doing is you, you're bribing somebody to say, hey, I got this nice thing for you in return for your email address. I'll send it to your email address. Um, but within the, the process, you're also saying that I'm now adding you to my email list. Um, I, do I have permission to add you to my email list so I can continue to send you relevant information um, about what you've asked for? Um, and so one of the things I've learned over time, and, and, and this is this is a really this is another really important um, point to get across. This stuff is not easy. It takes time and it takes a bit of patience. And I, I don't want to put anybody off by saying it takes time. There, there is no quick and easy solution uh, to this. It, it has to come down to a little bit of personal preference um, in terms of how you deliver your content. It has to have your message. Um, and your feel to it, but the main thing is, is whatever you're you're preparing or giving away to people who are going to give you to your, their email list or their sorry their email address to you, is making sure that whatever you're giving away is relevant to whatever it is they're looking at on your website, and it can be a whole raft of things. Um, but generally speaking, the the best ones to give away, um, is certainly in the vacation rental space, are things like checklists. Checklists are always great i mean especially like a packing checklist um and also if it's if it's if, if it's a checklist that's not specific to your property because at the end of the day people may come to your website or to your listing maybe they've chosen to receive this checklist but maybe they don't book with you however they've had this checklist that's that's that you've prepared whether it be in a word document or you've created created a nice pdf with your logo on it and um, and uh, and a button to refer back to your website. Um, a checklist is so easy for them to be able to use for any other property, but keeps bringing them back to you and your brand and your business. That's a very very clever way of, um, especially in our very crowded marketplace, that you can still get your message across and make that connection, even though they haven't booked at your property or with your rental agency. That's uh, that that's great, and in fact, that you know I have created. I've created two checklists, in fact, um, because I have two sets of clients. So I have my, my rental guests and my owners. And, of course, you know, we can't have one without the other. So as a, as a property management company, owner acquisition is, is a big part of our, um, of our marketing. Uh, we want to, to bring in new owners so that we can then market their properties to all these new guests. So I, have, I, have, I now have two checklists. One is a, a lead magnet for our guests. Uh, which is a packing checklist because that that has been proved to be hugely successful in in the past. Um, the other one for our owners is a startup checklist. Um, is is the you know the, the, the 
is the 20 things that you need to know before you um, before you welcome the first guests into your home. And I think that, um, so, so those, we, and uh, as far as length is concerned, we've made them one page. We've just put it on one page because I think the, that the general acceptance is now, Mike, isn't it, that um, it's got to be easily digestible. It's got to be, you know, somebody will open it, they want to digest it very quickly, and if it's interesting, they're going to print it off, but any longer than that, and you've probably lost them. Yeah, the, the, the days of the long ebooks um, are completely gone. Um, it, yeah, as you said, you're going to lose their interest because, again, people are moving from property to property so quickly when they're going through their, their search that you want to make sure that you're capturing them with something really quick. Yeah. Um, and especially if you're getting them to do two or three actions um, relevant to you and your business, it's more likely that you're going to keep them around. Um, so, so the main thing is, is that how are you, you know, okay, so let's use this checklist as an example. So we talked about this before, you have to create your lead magnet, which is your bribe, but then how do you then collect the email address? Um, and in the last episode, we talked about lead pages uh, and lead boxes, how you can use uh, those tools to uh, place on your website. Um, now, if you, obviously, if you're with WordPress, uh, you can actually load a, a lead pages plugin into Word, WordPress. Or if you don't have a website at all, um, then you can just use lead pages in its native form through the through the lead pages website. You don't actually have to have your own website um, to create a lead page um, that you can send people to. Uh, and I think that's the most important thing to highlight is that you you know you don't have to have a website for this stuff. Um, even though we highly highly recommend that you get one and make it a WordPress website because they you know uh, there are more plugins and and things that you can use on a WordPress website than anything else. So lead, lead Pages is not an email marketing system in itself, is it? No. So, so Lead Pages is a system you use to collect people's email addresses. And then, those, and then Lead Pages sends that email address to a storage um, uh, software. So, uh, and you mentioned a few before, um, Aweber, Infusionsoft, uh, MailChimp, Constant Contact. Um, and the one which we're going to be talking a little bit more um, in this episode is Drip. Uh, which is part of the Lead Pages family, and the reason I'm promoting Lead Pages and Drip and th and their other product called Center is because you know they tie in together so perfectly, and I find that there are so many they're called SaaS products, S S S A A S or software as a service products, where you you know you go online and you pay a subscription to use this product, but it never actually lives on your computer. It lives um it lives in the cloud. I hate that term, but it lives on the internet. So you can access it from anywhere at any time, um, and if your computer crashes, it's still going to work, which is which is the best thing about it. Um, but the software as a service, when you're trying to connect all these different things together, there seems to be you know everybody's doing their own thing, uh, and the the, the interconnect interconnectivity between these SaaS products can become very convoluted when you've got to get into specialized coding and you've got to find experts to do APIs and UI codes and a lo lots of other stuff that sounds like a foreign language, even to me. Um, so, yes, yeah, so, so that's why we're, we're talking about that. And the fact that I spent um, four or five days w with the, the, the people from Drip, Lead Pages, and Center, um, I really got to have a look behind the curtain and kind of see how their business runs. And, you know, just a bunch of very wonderful people. So, anyway, so that's that. 
Okay. Well, that that's good because, you know, there was a question that I had, you know, in email marketing systems, how to choose the best one because we're, we, we, we talk about collecting email addresses, but you're absolutely right. Once you've got them, where do you store them? So, you know, that that's that's something that you, you actually you have to have is somewhere to store these emails so that you can then send out your um, your emails or your videos or whatever you're going to send um, from a, a single source. Now, I know it, I, just, I, I, get, I, I just want oh, go on. I just want to jump, jump I just want to jump in there. It's, it's worth mentioning to any vacation rental owners. When obviously I'm assuming any agency or any manager listening to this is going to think, well, this is really great. I've got thousands of emails, um, thousands of requests every year or hundreds. Um, this is going to make it very easy for me to communicate with these people. An individual owner over the course of, let's say you're just in your first year, you may have only been contacted 30, 40, 50 times. Uh, and of those 30, 40, 50 times, you may have got 10 bookings. So so you, you're looking at 50 email addresses. And a lot of people are going to feel that, well, why don't I just use Outlook? Why don't I just use, you know, I, I email these people personally every time. And, and that's absolutely fine. There is nothing wrong with that. However, the the longer you're in business and the more emails that you have, it becomes a lot more cumbersome and a lot more time consuming for you to keep contact with these people as the years go on. So let's say you had somebody who came in 2016 and rented the first week of July. You might want to reach out to the, them again in January of 2017 to say, hey, we'd love to have you guys come back. Have you thought about rebooking? Um, these, these are the new things we've done to the property. You, you're not going to you're probably not going to remember to go back to all 50 email addresses that you had from 2016 and email them one by one by one. It's going to be incredibly time consuming and exhausting. Um, and really what it comes down to is, is how much do you want to build your business? And do you look at vacation rental as a business for you? If you don't, if it's just a hobby and you have, you know, just one property and you only have a plan on keeping that one property, you know, a lot of this stuff is probably not going to apply to you. And I, sh- I apologize. I should have mentioned this at the beginning of this episode. This stuff is really for the people who want to have, you know, three, four, like multiple properties of, of their own. Uh, and this is something that I'm working towards with my wife, Andrea, is, is, is to have 16 properties by the time we're in our 60s. Um, and, you know, when you get to that many properties, it becomes a, a, too much to handle when you're dealing with 50 email addresses every year per property for 16 properties. You can see how exponentially that grows. So these systems are specifically designed for people who want to grow their businesses and to to see increases in bookings increases in relationship building with people who are coming back year after year as well as keeping people interested who maybe have only who only contact you once in an idle uh, thought of we might want to rent that place but you might be able to book get them to book again two years later you're, with you're ab- the minim- minimal you're ab- effort you're absolutely right there because um you know going back to when when i started out with just one property and i i didn't keep you know i, I didn't keep tabs on people who contacted me uh, after all we were only going to have one property um and it, it really didn't seem to matter and and then look how this has grown you just never know you never know even when you start out and you think well i'm just going to casually rent for a couple of weeks every summer you just don't know how it's going to grow you know nobody knows from day day to day how your life is going to change and this isn't um you know, setting up something like this at the very outset um, is is a hell. Of, well, it's a lot easier 
than than doing oh, it I, in retrospect, which is what we're doing now. I hear so many um, of the people I, I mentioned last week about Pat Flynn, which is somebody I follow who now has hundreds of thousands of people on his email list, but he didn't start collecting emails until about two years ago. Um, and he's been in business now um, since 2009. So he, he, he estimates that his list could be in the region of a million plus if he had started at the beginning um, and actually learned the, 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 the techniques and the intricacies of, of email marketing and how to best utilize it to, to maintain relationships with the people who are um, interested in following him. Yeah. Um, so yes, so you definitely get into this right from the beginning, even if you're only playing at it. Even if you're just playing at it, I mean, Drip, for example, is is the ideal um, uh, platform to to use if you're just playing. Because right now, they actually have a completely free membership if you have less than 100 um, contacts. Um, and this is a great opportunity to kind of see how you can kind of play around with the system. And, and I, th- I think that's the best way to, to get started is to, is to get in there and, and kind of have a play. Um, I'm just going to mention this now because I, cause I don't want to forget – and you, you've got a complete email marketing course, Mike, right? Yeah, I mean, originally we sold it as a standalone. Um, for, for it was, you know, it, it's a pretty high level course. I mean, there's a lot involved. Um, I think we put it out for like $150 a year or two ago. Um, but now it's actually one of our action plans within the courses inside the Vacation Rental Formula. So if, you, if you're a Vacation Rental Formula member, and you're listening to this this podcast, the, the, that course is in there ready for you to, to, to get stuck into any time you wish. Um, so, yes. So And, and if, you, if you're if you not a Vacation Rental Formula member, um, then head on over to vacationrentalformula.com and, and become a member. And, and then you can get access to this course um, whenever you're ready to uh, to use it. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that because we're, we're sort of throwing things out like, uh, you know, all these these names like Constant Contact and MailChimp and Infusionsoft and AWeber. Um, but we just don't have the time to... to in, in the course of this this talk to go into the merits of each one of them and i know you do some of that in um, in that course you 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 did um, yeah and I, I think it's also worth mentioning that um if you're planning on attending the vacation rental success summit in toronto and in, in uh, coming and joining us in may next year uh it's the 6th and 7th of may which is the 5th of May, we have three um, workshops, which, again, I mentioned last week. And one of those workshops um, is entitled Vacation Rental Marketing 2.0, which is all about this, about how to begin to build your marketing uh, without using the listing sites as your, as your number one source of traffic and your number one way of getting bookings. Um, and, it, and it's really going to be heavily driven towards email marketing, how you can set up the automation and, and all the... Um, all the different SaaS products out there that you can use, and we'll we'll go through that through the course for an entire day. Okay, perfect. So so that was a little bit of a segue into that because I didn't want to forget it. Um, I have another question for you. You you sort of throw around terms like automated emails and broadcasts and newsletters, and tell me what the difference is between all these. Well, I mean, it's something that we within the vacation rental formula. I mean, and again, I, I'm not. I, I, I'm not going to say I am a, a huge expert in this stuff. I'm learning something new every single day. Um, now, one of the most important things that I've learned is that when you when somebody gives you their email address, first of all, that's a huge amount of trust um, because they don't want to be spammed. Uh, and some people will give you an email address, will, will receive that first email with the thing you've promised them, and then they'll just unsubscribe. You know, but that's the nature of it. So, but a lot of people won't. 
um, if you make sure that that very first email that you send them is great. N- not only is the content you're send- sending them, the bribe, the checklist, the, the PDF, whatever it is that, you, that you've promised them, if that is really good quality, it looks great, um, and I would highly recommend um, going on to Upwork um, or to Fiverr and getting somebody to design this stuff for you nicely so it looks really, really good when they receive it. Um, when they receive that, you want to make sure you maintain that connection. So what we do within the Vacation Rental Formula is not only do we send the lead magnet, but immediately we also send a second email called the welcome to the vacation. It's basically the welcome email. I think it's also, it's, it's also called onboarding, isn't it? That's, you know, it's it's a sort of come on board and uh, and join my, the, the, this is what you're getting for joining my email list. Yeah, I, I think it's kept, well, I mean, for us personally, because we have a membership stuff, I, I'm always cognizant or very careful about the use of the word onboarding just to separate people who are members and non-members. But certainly, yes, you, 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 the term um, I, I follow, um, Ryan Dyson, digital marketer. The term he uses is indoctrinated, which is a little clinical for me, um, but it essentially gets the point across that you're indoctrinating or introducing this brand new person to you and your business, and 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 opening, you know, it's that handshake, it's that digital handshake, and this is the prime opportunity here, where again, using Will Franco's um, digital handshake is that's where you use your video. So within that, so they're going to receive one email that's going to say, here's the thing you asked for. Uh, please read through it. In a second, you're going to receive a second email from us with a bit, bit more information about our business or, or about our property or about our agency. That email arrives almost in, a few seconds later, and in there it should be a, a video that you can click, and you click on that video, and it opens up into YouTube or Wistia or whatever platform you're using to host your video, and it's simply and it's a it's a, a nicely produced video, and you can do that with your iPhone. Um, when I say nicely produced, don't be afraid of doing video. But video is the key, the absolute key to developing a relationship with somebody through a computer. Um, it's it's the only way. Short of actually getting on a Skype conversation and having a two way conversation, video is the key to show that you're a real person, and. The, the the potential guests can see that you know you, the passion in your voice. Sorry, hear the passion in your voice. They can see you and see that you're a real person and realize that this is a, this is a real thing. It's not a, it's not somebody trying to scam me. Um, it's somebody who has a great vacation rental business that they're passionate about and they want me to um, to to know more about it and why they're doing it and the things they love about it. Um, because that's how you create relationships and that's how those people can differentiate between you. And any other listing that they find um, on home, home away or Airbnb. So, so that that's an automated email. That's something that um, that that once they sign up, they send you an email, and automatically that goes out. You don't have to that that's that's already stored up in the system. Um, so you have you're absolutely hands off when that comes in, when that email hits your uh, your storage depot, if you like. Um, it it automatically picks the uh, the email that goes out to them, which is the welcome, and then a couple of seconds after that, out goes the video. So that's yes. that's the automation, and I know you can then you can then um, back up with other emails. One that will go out after five days, maybe one that goes out after two weeks. Um, 
and have any number of automated emails that keeps people's interest going. Um, how many emails do you think should be in an automated sequence like that to, to a lead captured contact? Generally speaking, I mean, you know, there are no hard and fast rules. Um, again, it has to be something that you feel comfortable with. Um, I, I'm what I'm developing now for the vacation rental formula is that uh, I, I don't mean to scare anybody who's listening, but once you subscribe, you know, to um, to the vacation rental formula, even even if you become a member, you'll receive email emails from us almost continuously. I, I don't mean continuously as in every single day, but you know, spread out, keeping people interested. Um, you know, one of our goals within the vacation rental formula is to help 10,000 people, 10,000 businesses double their vacation rental profits in, in five years. And the only way we can do that is to make sure that we maintain that relationship with vacation rental business owners. Um, and, and the best way for us to do that when we're into 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 people who are interested in working with us is to keep sending them information through their email just to remind them that, that we're here. And we, we have something else you might be interested in that might help your business. It might be a blog post. It might be in a podcast episode. If you're an individual vacation rental business owner, you can refer people to blog content. You can refer people to um, uh, a sale that you have coming up. One of the best things you can do, and, and I was thinking about this earlier on today, is that so they sign up. They receive their welcome email. And I think it's always good in that very first um, indoctrination sequence or within that first welcome sequence, is at least two to three emails spread out over the course of the first week. None of those emails ask them to book, buy, or any anything that's going to require them to make a decision as to whether or not that they need to open their wallet. Absolutely not. You want to make sure that they have the opportunity to get to know you and your business. So the very first one is a welcome, here's who I am. The second one might be um, about our business, why we're doing this, what we love about our area, uh, what is it that other guests love about our area. The third thing, uh, sorry, the, th the third one is about the guests. It's just the social proof. It's like, here are some of our testimonials. Um, here are some of the things that people have loved about my property or about um, the vacation rental uh, business that I'm running. And, and that's all, all it takes. And then after that, you then can send them a weekly newsletter or a broadcast so, so you've had three emails that have gone out completely automatically. You, you pre-wrote them a long time ago, and they just keep going out. Every single time somebody signs up, they get three emails spread out over the course of a week, completely effortless. Then each week or every two weeks or each month, however, however often you want to do it, you can then send out a broadcast email. Um, and generally, people tend to call these newsletters. And within that newsletter, we can talk about you know uh, what you've done to the property or if you're an agency, new properties you brought on or new changes to, to properties that are in your inventory, stuff like that. You're just keeping people up to date um, and interested. Another thing you can do, I'm sorry to go into so many things you can do because the, the, there really is unlimited. In terms of, you just got to get yourself in the mindset of how you can structure these, uh, these emails and these sequences so they're not um, intrusive. I would highly recommend each quarter. So in January, uh, in April, in I'm terrible in my quarters in September. <laughs> I was, I was wait, <laughs> waiting for you to fall down. On that. <laughs> April, May, June, July. In July, uh, August, and then in October, you could have a one week sequence that starts automatically. You can say this sequence starts for everybody on my email list for one week 
the first week of each quarter, and it promotes booking your property six months ahead. So in, in January, you want a week of, of two or three emails promoting booking in the summer. In April, you want emails promoting the fall. Or maybe you want a little bit more summer um, and also kind of teetering into Thanksgiving and, and that time. Generally, pe people tend to book vacation rentals, I find, about six months ahead of time. And those are your best guests because they're planning ahead. They're responsible. They, you know, they have a very, very hard and fast purpose about coming and staying at your property. So those are, those are some of the things you can do completely automated. And those will just go out every year. You don't even have to think about it. And then you're just going to see those bookings increase and increase and increase because you're maintaining that engagement. That sounds that sounds great. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing um, with um, with Cottage Link Rental Management. I've already got my my broad, you know, decided on the different broadcasts I'll do, but I, you know, which will be monthly newsletters, monthly newsletters to my owners, monthly newsletters to my. Uh, my guest list as well. So really excited about that. Now with time running a little short, I just want you to go in a little bit more depth on, um, on my last question, which is about funnels because not, not everybody's going to be, uh, wanting to set up funnels probably has no idea what a funnel is, but perhaps you can talk about funnels in relation to drip and, and I guess their workflows, which is sort of a, a funnel management. Yeah, I mean, essentially, uh, I mean, uh, the, the term funnel is being thrown around an awful lot with anybody teaching um, online sales. Um, and essentially, what it's talking about is that you can't, sometimes it's quite difficult to sell somebody a $2,000 product or a $2,000 week's rental right from the get-go. But really, in, in our industry, that's what people are expecting to buy. You know, it, it's a little different. We, it's not like we are trying to sell them... Um, you know, in our case for the vacation rental formula, it's not not like the only thing we have to offer is a two thousand dollar vacation rental owner's course. Um, we have a lot of of things that we can do to um, promote our credibility, to show our level of knowledge, um, right from a, something that's free to something that maybe we could sell for ten to fifteen dollars. And then something we can sell for 100 to $150. And then something we sell for $2,000. So the idea was with a funnel is you begin to, to narrow them down from somebody who wasn't, wasn't sure about whether or not they want to make a purchase decision to, you know, they made a little purchase decision for $10. They feel comfortable. They're, they're happy that they spent $10 because they got really, really good quality um, information from it. Um, and, and that's how a funnel works. So in our industry, um, it, it's, it's a little difficult to do that unless you are, you, you know, you can utilize a more in-depth lead magnet to create what's called, um, and again, this is following the, uh, the nomenclature of uh, Ryan Dice and Digital Marketer, is to create a, a product called a tripwire. Now, the tripwire, and again, the terminology I'm not a big fan of because it seems like you're tricking somebody. But all it's doing is, is it's a tripwire is a, is a very low-priced purchase. Um, and this is to overcome that feeling of uncertainty when somebody's buying um, something from a new business. Um, so if somebody's coming to you the very first time, they've never rented a property from you, maybe you'd like to consider selling them a, um, a tour guide for the area. And, you know, and, and it should be fairly in-depth. It should have a lot of information in it. 
um, and you can sell them a, a guide for the area. So especially if you're in somewhere like Orlando, uh, if you're, you know, people are coming to the Orlando area for the theme parks, maybe you could sell them a really nice comprehensive digital guide to the parks, the best times to go, best places, resources, all that kind of stuff that takes a lot of time and effort to research. So you could package that up and sell that for $7, for $15, for $20, a small ticket item to sell them on your website. And then once they've purchased that, they can see the quality of your information. They can see the quality of your business. And that's when you say, okay, so, so you love this information. We've got this great property for you, and it's, it's $2,000 a week. Um, oh, and by the way, um, as an added bonus on top of that $2,000 a week, there's also a, um, a, a restaurant time to uh, dine with the princesses um, at Disney World, something like that. You can get very creative. Um, but with funnels for us, it's more about developing that relationship. It's, it's taking them from somebody who's never met you before to being confident that you can provide them with the vacation rental experience that they've been looking for. And you are standing out from all the other listings and all the other people out there um, who are vying for their business as well. Uh, it's interesting you mentioned uh, Tripwires because, you know, I, I bought something a couple of years ago, didn't even realize that that's what it was. And I was, we, we were looking for holidays in Sedona in Arizona. And um, I was, I, I think I must have, I must have put into Google hiking in Sedona. And, and up came this, um, uh, it was a $10, um, um, it, was, it was Sedona hikes. And it was detailed, five detailed Sedona hikes that only the locals knew about. And I thought, wow, absolutely, I'm having that. So I bought that for the $10 and then ultimately went on to book the author's home in Sedona because I trusted him because the information he provided in his Sedona hikes was just so amazing. I thought, you know, this guy really knows his area. Um, his property was exactly what we wanted. And I just, and I actually really wanted to go to his place because he knew so much about about the area even though he wasn't going to be there so it worked yeah and i think if you really look hard you'll see tripwires everywhere <laughs> yeah. um a good a good good example um like carpet cleaners or upholstery cleaners who will you know put out an ad to say um get your armchair clean for just 49 dollars so what will happen is, is they'll come and they'll clean your armchair for $49, which really is a lost leader for them because they're not making a ton of money from that. But while they're there, they'll see that maybe you've got carpets and you've got other other um, upholstery that needs cleaning. And they'll say, oh, well, I'm here. Do you want me to do a quote? Yeah, they'll upsell on every occasion. In fact, we've we've been using, <laughs> funny you should mention carpet cleaning because we've been using um, the same carpet cleaner for our, for our cottage for years and years and years. And every, he phones twice a year. And he says, we've got a great deal on, you know, we're going to come and do you, we can do two carpets for, 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 for um, $39. It's, it really is a great deal. Every time they come and we end up spending around about 150 because we have other add-ons because they, you know, oh, well, we may as well, would you like those stairs done? And, you know, you've got pets, probably a good idea to have a, um, um, to have a sterilization done on the carpet. And it, yeah. Absolutely. And I, I actually have no problem with buying in those add-ons. I mean, it took me about three years before I realized what they were doing. 
Yeah, and you know what? This is nothing new. I mean, all of these things we're talking about in terms of sales funnels and indoctrination and all this stuff is nothing new when it comes to, you know, brick and mortar or real world, as I call it, real world marketing. Um, all we're doing is is there is a significant number, and I would say the majority of people who are online still don't completely understand how you can develop a relationship and sell your product to your, your vacation rental business or your your service, you can sell this stuff online using these exact same principles of developing relationships, but doing it through a digital medium, which is email, video, social media, all these things you can do to help reinforce this relationship building, narrowing people down your funnel to make that ultimate sale at the end. And that's, do you know, that is a good point to end on, Mike. You've, you've, you've done great. You've answered my questions. I'm really eager now to get my, um, my campaign set up so that when we launch in two weeks' time, I have all my automated emails and my videos, which I'm going to do, all set up and ready to go. And I know there's a lot more that, that I need to know, and I shall go back to your course in the Vacation Rental Formula and go through that to make sure that I have all my I's dotted and T's crossed. So, uh, you know, once again, thanks for joining me and and talking about this this topic. I know we have covered it a couple of times before, but I don't think, you know, we can do this enough because it's such a huge part of um, of our business if we want to be truly successful. Yeah, and you know what? We still didn't really get to talk about drip, which I really wanted to talk about. <laughs> But you know what? Um, I'm going to fire together a um, a quick walkthrough um, of Drip, and if you head across to the show notes, which will be uh, cottageblogger.com forward slash one five five, I believe, mm-hmm. um, I will uh, put in there a good example of a lead magnet. So if you want to take a tour of Drip um, and what I found inside Drip, I'll put together a quick video um, before this episode airs, and uh, you'll need to give us your email address. And then you can get the uh, we'll send you across the tour, so you can get a look inside um, what we're doing from from vacation rental formulas uh, perspective, um, and see how you can integrate those same autoresponders, um, those kind of same email techniques uh, to help you and your vacation rental business. That's cool, Mike. Um, uh, thank you for doing that, and uh, and thank you once again for joining me. My pleasure, and uh, I can't wait to be on again soon. Okay, talk to you soon. Bye. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over, but don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.